1: Hello friends, Producer Zane here, just with a quick content warning for this episode. Uh, There is quite in-depth discussion regarding uh, emotional and physical abuse, so if you think that that might be a little bit too much for you to listen to today, maybe give this episode a skip.
0: (laughs)
2: Liz, here on Ghost of Boyfriends Past, we are very relationship-minded, heavy. Uh, oh,
3: yeah, it's, it's the it's point it's of the part podcast. Of po- yeah, part and
2: part of the podcast, we talk a lot about dating, being relationships, being married. But, what, what are some pros to being single?
3: Oh, I have so many.
2: <laughs> I thought you would have one or two in a in a bag of ideas. There, you but can I mean, do whatever
3: you want when you want. Yep. You don't have to think, talk to anybody if you want to buy something. You can starfish in the middle of the bed. If you're oh, tossing bed, and turning, yes. you don't have to be anxious that you're keeping someone up. It doesn't yes. matter if you snore. You can eat whatever you like Wonderful. without being judged because I've been judged for food that I've <laughs> eaten before and I was not very fun.
2: Yeah, that's unacceptable. You
3: don't have to apologise for anybody else's behaviour in public except your own. <laughs> right. You don't have to be worried about anybody cheating on you. You don't have to have sex if you don't feel like it
2: (laughs) fantastic
3: um oh gosh there's so many um it's just like just basically not having to tiptoe around someone else's feelings if you're having a bad day you're allowed to have a bad day and you don't have to worry about you know making someone else feel like crap or you don't have to put your needs aside to make somebody else's day not as shit um there are downsides obviously uh, like I sometimes I want cuddles when I get home and I don't have them Um, and when I had COVID it would have been real nice to be uh, looked after by someone someone, and not having to uh, change the sheets because I've sweated through them in the middle of a (laughs) fever dream by myself someone said to me the other day they're like you have to change your sheets by yourself I'm like who the fuck else was gonna do it? They're like, Oh yeah. Oh
2: yeah. Yes. I'm like, no
3: one's gonna come over and look after a diseased person.
2: Elizabeth, don't you get the help to do your to do the to do the bed I mean, sheets for you. The come law on.
3: says I can't get the help around when I have COVID.
2: Oh, it's unbelievable Ugh. the state of the world. I just wanted to remind because there'll be there'll be dear long term readers, uh who will be newly single or will have been single for a long time. And I don't want uh, our podcast to be, to paint the world in a light that says you have to be in a relationship and that's the goal. And that's the no, we're trying to pull the brakes on. I've discovered
3: so much more about myself being single. I've discovered different things that I thought I liked that I actually didn't like. I was just doing because I was with a partner. I, I, it really allows you to learn so much about yourself, which will come in handy when you do mm. decide to get back into a relationship. I wish I'd had this lengthy period of being single in my early 20s. I saw someone in a group the other day going, I'm 21 and so nervous that I'm not going to be in a relationship. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, baby girl, please use this time to learn about yourself because then you'll be in much more effective relationships when you grow up.
2: Definitely, definitely, definitely. Oh, very good. Thank you for a, a long list of answers there. Look,
3: so, I, ha, I didn't even... Have, normally, sometimes we prep each other with the questions that we're going to ask. We didn't prep no, at unprom- all, unprompted. and I had all of those she off the had top it, of, <laughs> had yep. it ready to
2: go. Yep. Thank you, Elizabeth. Uh, everyone, say hello to Elizabeth and me, Tom Harris, uh, your host of Ghosts of Boyfriends Past. Uh,
3: And we We, got producer Zane on mic again. We're so lucky. (laughs) He's
2: he's back. Now, this
3: is a bit of a funny episode because I had intended to make this a quickie and then realized it was a really long question. That's okay. So it's kind of like a main episode, but they want advice. And I wasn't going to record this today, but I feel like the advice is time sensitive. So
1: we're here. We're here for
3: for you. you. Yes. Um, Now, this person uh, initially wrote in, and I did ask them if they wanted to come in, but they live in the US so a little bit difficult Um, and plus it's a bit of a dicey question so probably best if they don't put their voice to it
2: yeah okay
3: Um, so I am going to call them
2: Casey Casey
3: I don't know why that name just popped into my head okay so now the subject line is scared bridesmaid
1: oh Mm. interesting
3: my best friend has been in a relationship for two years she's been my best friend since junior high that is 15 years We've traveled to Europe together after college. She was a bridesmaid at my wedding and we even lived together for a bit in our early 20s. There is nothing I wouldn't do for her. Legit. She's like a sister for me. Here's the kicker. Her partner is abusive. Mm. It started innocently enough with him calling her names and occasionally taking her phone off her. But just now, quick,
2: I, I don't like yeah. the term. It started innocently enough yeah. with just a that's just a bear of mine. Let's, yeah. go, let's go, Zane's, Zane's like
3: finger was just waiting. That,
2: that b- innocent start
1: is the is the breaking point for me.
3: It, innocently enough, calling yeah. her names—that's not no. innocent. That is the beginning of what is almost certain to be escalating yeah, behaviour. No and I think that people at home need to recognise that calling names is abusive and is not innocent at all. Okay. But now it's gotten so bad that he pushes her down and physically hurts her. Mm. She will show up at my house every few months and ask if she can stay for a day or so. My husband is fine with it because they get along great and we have a guest room that is always set up for this sort of thing. Even my cat loves her and when she's at our place, the cat sleeps with her. Yeah, because the cat feels Mm. that Mm -hmm. she needs... Like, pets know this stuff. Pets would be able to feel that she needs some kind of unconditional love, like... They know stuff, man. The first few times I asked her questions about why she's staying with us and she just dismissed it as a silly fight and a night apart would do the trick. Now, I understand that a lot of relationships have conflict and some space can often be great to let both parties cool down and reflect. Correct?
2: Oh, that yes. is yes. technically true. In a yes. vacuum, that's fine. Yep.
3: But after a while, she stopped volunteering information and would just go hide in the bedroom. That's scary to me. Um, where am I up to? Blah, blah blah blah. One night after they'd been together for about a year, she came to our place at about 10 pm, crying and bruised. I'd had enough by this point, so I tried to apply for a restraining, restraining order against him, but my friend refused to sign it because she feared what he would do, so she has nice. no protection. I'd like to apply for one myself, but he's never abused or threatened me, so the cops won't do anything. It's massively affecting our friendship because I want to see her safe and happy and not with a person that hits her because she didn't do the washing up quick enough. Fuck, man, I hate Mm -hmm. this guy. It also worries me that he will show up at my place looking for her and then wear at risk. I know that sounds selfish. That's not selfish. This person is terrifying. That's a valid concern. But I am scared of this person. It's gotten to the point where it's got, I feel like this should have been the point at the start. It's gotten to the point where we don't want to socialize with him anymore. Well, I wouldn't have wanted to socialize with him from yeah, the name calling. A
1: few steps before this. Uh,
3: he doesn't get invited to dinners, barbecues, or any social events because honestly, it's either my husband, honestly, either my husband or I would say something in front of everyone and she would be devastated if other people knew. Fuck, that's so hard. Yes. The only ones that know are me, my husband, her boss, and one of their neighbours that called the cops one night because of the screaming. I want to tell her mum, but she would be so mad at me. I have photos and screenshots of some of the abusive conversations as proof, but this will destroy our friendship and ruin the trust that she has in me. She says that she loves him, and I've asked her to tell me why, and she can't actually give me a good reason. She just says that she loves him and that she can get him to change. I've told her that after two years together he's not going to change we're nearly 30 and she really should be with people that lift us up she said that when the relationship is good it's amazing and she's on cloud nine but when it's bad he swears at her and breaks things that's what they do Mm. though that's how they reel you back in Mm. i've begged her to leave him i really have i told her at one point that if she didn't leave him then i would have no choice but to cut her out of our lives too it's massively affecting my own mental health, and she's told me that every time they have a fight, they reboot, and he promises to do better. Sorry, I just can't. What does yeah. reboot
1: even mean? Let's in try this again. Context? Like, just, like yeah. it's like
3: I won't do it again. Let's start fresh. Because like, that's
1: the thing; it is it, not starting fresh. You can You're never going straight back to the same point in the relationship. Yeah, right. You can never start fresh yeah.
3: post abuse like that. I don't believe. Um, it'll be great for a while, and then they'll fight, and she'll come running to us. She's promised to make things better she promised to make things better. she promised to make things better. that's mm-hmm. what it says. she promised to make things better. Yeah. I feel like he needs to promise that mm, but anyway yeah. that's this is what people do when they're being they mm-hmm. they yeah the thing is he has't uh, the thing is he hasn't hit her in a while
2: oh that's oh, uh, that's fine it's all good guys. well
3: she hasn't come running to our house in a while that that yeah, yeah this is the thing mm. when when it gets to bursting point with one particular friend you stop confiding in that friend and you start confiding in someone okay, new yeah. I've not been physically abused but I've been emotionally abused and that's what I did I stopped talking to the friend who criticised me and started talking to someone new um, it's honestly been three to four months since her last stay and she says everything is perfect I just can't trust that he's truly changed here's the kicker they got engaged last month
2: oh no oh, wonderful
3: and she is so over the moon she has asked me to help plan the wedding and also to be her maid of honour. I have not given her an answer as yet as I don't even want to attend this wedding, let alone plan it, and be her witness. I absolutely don't condone his behaviour, but she says if I don't go, then people will know something is wrong. What do I do? Do I just suck it up and go to the wedding or do I make a stand and defend my friend? Help. Um, And then I I wrote back to Casey. Casey is what I said. And I said... uh, First off, I'm so sorry that you're in such a shitty situation. I've been there and it is so difficult when your friend is brainwashed in an abusive relationship. I wanted to ask how we can best help. Are you looking to come on as a guest or would you prefer we just read and give advice? And they said... Um, I'm based in the States and it might be a bit hard to come on the show. I'm happy to read it out and get advice that way. I'm just interested to see what you, Tom and Zane think I should do. So she asked for you to be on mic. Like, this well, episode, nice. Just so, you know.
1: Well, I hope that my advice lives up to it because it's probably says, not going to be the best. <laughs>
3: I hope that she does come around, but I've tried so dang hard to get her to see that he's trash. She also has bride goggles on now, so I abs- so I absolutely cannot see reason. I feel that if I walk away, it will completely end our friendship. And oh, also... This hat messaged me about three days ago from his work phone. I hadn't blocked that one. Begging me to meet with them to see how he's changed. I just don't think I'll ever be able to trust him. Do you all think that's reasonable or am I being a bitch?
1: First of all, I th- nothing about your behavior that you've, that you've put in that letter leads me to believe that you're anything
2: like a bitch no, no. Having, having suspicion and having having you know questioning and ha- if he'd this- done
3: it once and then was like please talk to me I've changed you give someone a chance once they've done mm-hmm. it, fool me twice mm-hmm. like if they if they've had this repeated behaviour and then they're like come on now I've, now I've re- now i really changed
1: yeah my question would be what has he done to show that he's changed in the sense that, has this been spread with other people? Has he gone to therapy? Have they spoken to a priest or a doctor or any of their parents? My my advice here would be, you are not under any circumstances. You don't have the responsibility to keep this secret for them. Um, mm. And if that would ruin your friendship, you kind of have to decide whether your friendship is worth... Your friend's well-being. Yes, it's um, a little
2: bit like f- f- uh, not de- f- re- not negotiating with terrorists because you fear a terrorist attack. You're not re- you're afraid of escalating or oh, not escalating of broaching it because you're a fear a, a-, a retaliation in some He's, response, right?
3: I, I've 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 played detective here, and here's mm-hmm. here's something I want to really di- dive into. The wording here it says if. Uh, I don't want to go this wedding, let alone be a witness. I don't condone her behaviour. But she says if I don't go, then people not will think something is wrong, but will know know. something is wrong. So she actually said people will know Mm. something is wrong. It's still happening.
1: Yeah. and
3: People will know something is wrong.
1: In this situation, anyone who's listened to me give advice before, radical honesty, he's asked... To for you to come over and speak to him to see how he's changed. I would say, I will do that and I will be bringing her parents and we will talk about what you have done,
2: Mm.
1: what has happened and what has changed. And as soon as you are 100% upfront with everyone who cares about you in your life, then we can move forward. Oh my God, that
3: gives me so much anxiety. I know,
1: I'm having anxiety right here here as well. Yeah, you're right too. Um, Because it's like, at that point, then we can discuss whether or not I can continue to have you in my life. To to the to the to, the, to the, fiance. The, yeah, the fiance. Um because again, like this is affecting you personally. This isn't just affecting your friend. Obviously, your friend is in the abusive relationship, but you're right to consider this person dangerous in the right situation or the wrong situation.
3: Yeah. I if he's not having therapy, then fuck right off. I don't yeah. I don't believe you've changed. If you if you are not going through some kind of either solo or couples therapy, no, I don't yeah. believe you and I never will.
1: And yeah. it's the honestly, it's the keeping of secrets from family and from your friends that allow this behavior to continue. Yeah. Yeah. So only when you're one hundred percent upfront can people believe that anything has changed, and I personally don't think he has changed. I think this is yes. a manipulation.
2: I, I, um, I would believe we're all on the same page on, in that regard. Yeah.
3: Would you be at that wedding?
2: Me personally, mm. if
1: I, Liz, if I knew that you were with someone and they were physically, uh, they had physically abused you, and you said, "No, it's fine. It, they've stopped. They've changed." Will you? come be my maid of honour at the wedding, I would say I'm not comfortable
2: doing that. Yeah. Without a conversation, without, without proof yeah. and a, an a, and endeavour. Without mm. an open
1: and honest conversation with everyone who you are close to um, about what has gone on and why they are comfortable. I, I want someone else to convince me that this person is right for you. Mm. Not
3: just you, not That's just him. That's real smart. You should like, have, yeah. the, it, the whole idea of some kind of intervention, especially if this has been in, in the closet for so long, is such a... Oh, I'm just trying to put myself... Isn't I've just, never been physically abused. Let me put that out there. I have mm. never been physically abused. But I'm trying to put myself back in the... When I was in an emotionally abusive relationship, if my friends had sat me down and said, "You have to tell everybody what's going on, otherwise we can't support you," I think I would have had a fucking mental breakdown.
1: And and again, like I don't think, I I don't think an intervention in this sense would be would help because.
3: Well, I'm. what, What
1: I was suggesting because he has specifically requested. He wants to talk about why he's changed. Would
2: you go and, and talk would you go and talk to him knowing what I, you know? Knowing? I
3: would go. Mm. I would make my husband come with me. Yeah. yeah. Um because yep. obviously the husband knows about this as well. Um the the, the the thing that's making it hard for me is I know that they should be telling people that don't know, but also that oh my God, it's so hard. Like that's terrifying. That's the
1: thing, like if
3: like if they you're willing to make amends, it's like it's like when you're an alcoholic and you mm-hmm. have to go and make amends to people that you've wronged. Yeah. And I guess um, secondhand, this guy's wronged everybody that cares about her. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: And I think that that's kind of actually, why I yeah, suggested if, bringing the parents If, if you said while, to yeah. her, if
3: you tell your parents what's going on and he can convince us both. Because I've I yeah. once had a an ex who cheated on me and I said, actually I did. Why didn't I think of this? I did say to him, if you can convince my mother that you've changed. Yeah. But she knew that he'd been unfaithful um, and she did convince him and I, it was all not great. Um, but, but I, I yeah. think an,
2: eff- an effort to open, to try and uncouple the burden onto others uh, if you can, by bringing yeah. parents on board, you're, you're spreading the word, you're spreading the... Get this your is, husband involved, you know, get bodies scary. behind you. Um, this is
3: really scary. And I think... If I were in this situation, I would put my friend's well-being above my friendship mm. because my friendship is its selfish. But at the same time, ah, here's where I'm really... Because if you're if you're not in her life, who will be there to help when and things that go is wrong? And that is why,
1: that's kind of why I was like, Parents, yeah. Because like, if I'm not going to the wedding, I'm going to tell someone else who can yeah. care for yep. you. Yeah. Why I'm not there? Oh,
3: fuck! I've done that before. What is wrong yeah. with me? I've done that before <laughs> yeah. too. When when. Uh... Oh, I can't come up with good advice, but I've literally <laughs> done this before. When someone was being unkind, like very not good to a friend of mine, yeah, the op- I called our three other friends and said, "Here's what's going on. She won't talk to me anymore. Yeah. I need you guys to look after." Yeah, her. the
2: option. The options are more than just go to wedding or don't go to wedding. You mm. can you can yeah. go to I wedding. I definitely and think
3: you need to open this up to extra yeah, people. You can
2: go Expand to wedding.
1: The support network.
2: Yeah, yeah you yeah. can go to wedding and take. 10 different actions you cannot go to a wedding and still and take 10 different actions it's not it's not uh it's not just a binary switch this one the there's there is work to be done. There is there is allies to get on board. With filing a restraining order and those sorts of things, when your friend was in your house, that's about better time to do it, get the police because it's your property, it's your house, yeah. it's your people. He,
3: did, you, he didn't come around there and hasn't threatened them. Yeah, but you can still so. say
2: someone in my house, ha- the odds about oh, the chance yeah. of, of convincing yeah. someone, you can say she's in He's my house. Here's the thing, afraid.
3: right? Like It's a win-win if you go and meet this guy because if he loses his shit, then you can get a restraining order yeah, against yeah. him. Take and, that, that is, with
1: you. and that is kind of one of the best case scenarios as soon as there is a police report something is on the file they can't deny that there's a problem anymore mm. and that's that's where the issue is here is keeping this secret means that they don't have to deal with the issue because they feel it's just between them mm. yep. you have been brought into it and so, you're and because of your feelings for your friend, you feel responsible for maintaining her lifestyle, which includes this secret that 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 needs to change mm. one way or the other. So, yeah, if, if it was just if the situation was just as it was outlined there, and the only choice you had was to either go to the wedding and be a witness and support your friend in making this choice or not doing that, I personally would not go to the I wouldn't wedding. go either. I agree. I,
3: I I absolutely would say that I I love you and cannot stand by and watch you marry someone who hurts you. Yeah. I think and that. if people will know something is wrong from that, then maybe it's best they do and know. again.
1: Coming from the privileged position of a big bearded white man. Of course. Of mm. course. Going and confronting the husband is something that I f- would feel confident in
3: doing. Yeah, that's why I was like, she needs to bring a husband. I think uh, no she needs to bring, bring An as army.
1: many people as she can.
3: Bring the boss, bring a yeah. friend. Like.
2: I think rever- reverse the idea of a confront- confrontation. Force him to confront not just you, uh, your husband as well, and his parents. Force him to explain it to because it's not you going and confronting yeah, him. He should Force come him to. You. to to explain to his parents his behavior or he and his uh, f- or his future plans going forward Ex- he force yeah. him to explain to his best friend if he it, wants to yeah. continue
3: to keep it a secret it is like if he wants to continue to keep it a secret and won't tell people what he's done then he's not going to change
2: yeah and then that and that's my
1: the only way forward is for him to publicly renounce everything that he's ever done apologize to everyone that's that is affected and that is the start point that Mm, brings you back to zero and then from there you can then demonstrate your your uh aptness for a relationship um at this point like i'm scared for your friend and i don't know the legalities in the place where you are so the fact that he has asked for a meeting Would I would say okay? I'm more than happy to come and have this meeting. I don't want to come alone. No, I would say he
3: has to come to you. Yeah, like that has to be. It's not going to be
1: you and me. It's going to be me, my husband, her parents,
2: and you at a bare minimum. Yeah, yeah, and Um, you can you can say I'm not going to say all. I will do is listen, or you can set those those. uh, And she's your
3: friend is going to lose her shit. Your friend is going to your friend is going to say no, you can't do this, you'll blow up my life. And you've got to be prepared to say he is the one who is blowing up your life, not me. I think... And it- your parents, everyone who knows yeah. about you needs... Everyone who cares about you needs to know about this so they yeah. can help you.
1: In this situation, like that's the thing, blowing up her life is the maybe the cost to save her life. Yeah. And that is the unfortunate situation that you can be manipulated into a place where you don't see the danger that you're in and someone else I has to I wonder if
3: there's a different way where you can talk to her parents about it on the side, like kind of just say, look, I'm really – like it, it, rather uh, than being like, this has to be a public forum meeting where everyone – No, absolutely. Where you could even call her parents and just say, look, I'm really worried. Here's what I've witnessed.
1: I – Personally, and I, I feel like I'm saying I would have done this at this point. Like, and I don't want to, you've done what you've done for the reasons that you've done them, and you're, you're, well, worried you're trying about your to friend.
3: be the, the best support to your friend mm. that you can possibly be, yeah. and, and dobbing as that sometimes as would, soon as know. that
1: bruise, uh, arrived. Yeah. I would definitely have been contacting someone yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. But um, I don't
2: think that's yeah. super helpful now. Um,
1: no. Um, and I think that is why moving forward, more people need to know about it.
2: Yeah, yeah, or
3: speak to a couple of her other close friends and yep. go. Are you aware that this is happening? What can we do? Strategize together. There is strength mm-hmm. in numbers in things like this.
0: Yeah, mm, do not
3: go to the wedding unless fifty million checklists are checked off the list. Like,
2: yes, uh, absolutely. The, the three of us are in agreement there. Um, we, I think, there's a game plan you can do going forward. But in regards to the, the, to the to the to the binary question of should I go to the wedding, I think we're all. Uh, yeah. You need to and, and
3: bro- you don't have to be like I'm not supporting you. You can be like I love you too much yep. to stand next to you and your abuser yeah. getting married.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. If you can't do it for whatever reason, if she thinks that you not being there is going to make the situation worse, that is the that is that is the choice that you have to own. It's like I'm sorry, I can't do this. Yeah. Mm. And I'm sorry what for what that means for our friendship. I want to be there at your wedding Yeah. to a man who doesn't abuse you. Mm. Yeah. Yep.
3: Because I love you, I yeah. can't do this. And I think then if she thinks then that's going to make people know that something's wrong, as I said, good. Yeah. Good. If there's something that you're hiding about your relationship, then it's not a good relationship.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing. You can say, I'm not going to be there. I understand if you If you don't want to talk to me and if this is going to make still things
3: ever for you. I'm still here for you. If
1: the worst happens, my door's open yeah i think yeah. Uh,
2: you you, you ha- everyone has their own principles their own levels of uh, morality and all that you and you need to uh, this will conflict this one's this uh, decision is conflicting with your personal uh, morality or your personal whatever um okay. therefore you got you attending is inconducive to to, um, but to, You've to, got my
1: adrenaline up and I want to go to his Yeah, house. we're
2: all... Yeah. <laughs> and we're confront all him.
3: Guys, we're buying tickets to the US. <laughs> Lord, we're, we're, going. Going on,
2: we're going on tour.
3: Um, the other thing is that if she has a real problem with you not attending the wedding, just say, look, if I go, I'm going to speak up and not forever hold my peace. So yeah. maybe you don't want me there yeah. because otherwise if I do go, I'm probably going to yeah. tell everybody what's happening in the middle of your wedding.
1: Yeah. it's. Uh, I
3: mean, if you need to go nuclear. <laughs> yeah.
1: It is... And that's the thing, like these situations... Are so difficult because there are emotions involved that are not healthy. Yeah. Um. And usually our advice is listen to your emotions and follow where they go. The always the invisible caveat to there is follow where they go if it's safe. Yes. Yep. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm angry, guys.
2: blood was boiling as you were sitting there reading that out.
3: Casey, thank you for writing in because it's so important we talk about these kinds of things on air because we never know. There could be somebody sitting in their bedroom having a very similar Mm -hmm. experience. Um, I think it's important that you know if people start treating your friends poorly in relationships, then yeah, safety in numbers. You need to start having conversations with other people, whether that person knows or not, so you can strategize on how best to to get out yeah, of it, of course, I think we've talked a lot of lessons learned already. So rather than going there, yeah. I feel like we've we've gone through those. But
2: yeah, if you can get this guy f- uh, justify having to justify his actions and behavior in front of uh, not just his his poor, poor little uh, woman uh, yeah. that he's got it mm. tucked away, but in front of in front of more of the world, a little bit uh, more light yeah. on the on the issue. Um, that's important. But also, uh, as Zane uh, wisely said, if someone does the bare minimum that uh, in order to get back into a relationship that gets them to zero not yeah, 100 yeah that's not brownie points brownie that's point, you
3: getting rid of your demerits media, like.
2: yeah going above and beyond uh, gets you brownie points that's what gets you up to 100 but uh the bare bare minimum is starting at zero so that's that's just not for this reader that's written in that's for that's for a lesson for everybody i think
1: and i think definitely if she won't speak to someone she knows recommend the services that are available to talk to a stranger, um, I think definitely advice from strangers can feel more real uh, because yep. that you you, they're, you know that they're not trying to preserve your feelings; they're yep. trying to preserve your safety. Um, so definitely, like, there's going to be a, a bunch of services available wherever you are. Um, I think we can list a few uh, available. Uh, bro- more broadly
2: in our episode notes, but yeah. yeah. I suspect it's a state-by-state state basis from yeah. in the Americas.
3: We'll try and do some kind of, if there's if there's some broad, this is where a lot of people yeah. go, and I'll put some in for Australia as well because we're a little bit more uh, informed yeah. about where you can go and talk. But yeah, at the very least, dear God, your friend needs therapy because a psychologist might be able to yeah. jolt her into reality. Yep. Yeah. I know the number of times that my therapist has real talked me, and I've cried and gone, "Oh God, you're right," um, and it's made my life a lot better.
1: And then you forget, and you go back, and they do it again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And next thing
3: you know, times, you've got a six-year relationship it, yeah. <laughs> of them going. Liz, you keep doing this.
2: <laughs> well, it's a, it might sound a bit cold-hearted and callous to thank Casey for writing in, uh, but we we do mean it because it, it's not it's more than just giving our show content. It's uh, these are they're important. Stories for the world to hear, uh, not just—I don't know. It's not just—it's not just good for the the amph- it, not just the empathetic people in the world to hear them. The, everyone, no, everyone like, needs to come across this stuff. And all well, the
1: Casey's friends out there who are listening, who yeah. haven't told Casey what's going oh, on.
2: Yeah. Right. Hopefully, if they
1: hear this, they can reach out mm. and like reach out to us, and we'll if, find something. Yeah. to – help with
3: yeah and please update us on how the situation goes um we're happy to have chats with you either on mic or off mic like i'm i'm more than happy to to keep emailing um if you if you don't want some of this going public but you know i mean we're always here to chat we're very open with chatting on our uh, ghost of boyfriends past group therapy group um Mm. we can also post anonymously there now so Mm. if you've got any questions that you want to post anonymously um, you can do that and then get help from people without having to put your profile to it, which I think is helpful in cases like these.
0: Yep, absolutely. Um,
3: and if you have any advice for Casey that we haven't thought of, please write in past at gmail.com or any of our social medias because we would love to be able to pass that on for you.
2: But uh, finally, I think taking the first step, being brave and taking the first step uh is is a is a good decent thing to do uh, dear reader thank you thank you for not uh, not sitting pretty with the waiting with, with the waiting that's the you've already the ball has already started uh started rolling and you and you did that so thank thank you for doing that uh, I don't think we need to do a massive long no. spooking uh, out, outro so Take the lessons on board, everybody. I hope the story hits you in good and uncomfortable areas. Sometimes they need to do that. Uh, we thank you for listening, and we'll see you, in, we'll see you next week here on Ghost of Boyfriends Past.
3: Yeah. Hold
0: up.